Freaks. It's Monday, June 12th, 2023. Coming up on the program today, taking your children to an SM kink workshop. Plus, giving your federal agent pussy up to Vladimir Putin. A brotherly blowjob scene turns awkward, and getting energy shots mixed up with poppers could kill you. All coming up today. Distorted View Daily proudly presents a cult leader who had sex with his own son's wife. In my time here, Um, I thought I'd heard everything. Then Jeff delivered an incredible revelation about his dad, the Messiah. God came down on Michael and forced him to consummate with Christiana. I mean, it was a terrible, strange act of God. He did a an astonishing thing that uh, I was astonished and so was Michael. Michael had made no mention of sleeping with his son's wife. I got the feeling this was a story I wasn't supposed to hear. And when Michael found out I knew, he asked me for an opportunity to explain just how God had made it happen. Um, I stood up like this and suddenly I was forced down on the floor and I, I started seeing that the consummation with Christiana was imminent and I was going to be, um, I was going to have to do that. I was just laying awake and I was thinking about um, coming over here and I said to Father, I said, when I go over there, If Michael invites me in, I will ask for the consummation tonight. So was it just a single occasion, this literal physical consummation? No, it wasn't. But you you consummated more than once? Yes, yes. Yes. Why is it necessary to consummate more than once? Could you not answer that question yourself? The Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. Crystal meth loosens up your butthole. The vagina is full of ace. A lot of uh, hot liquid poo just went out all at once. Hot dog and jumbo will not be seen this morning so that we may bring you the following. Yes, Tim Henson back here with you to kick off a new week of shows. Got a great one for you today. We are deep in the middle of Pride Month. My favorite month of the year. Well, you know, as a proud demisexual autistic furry with seven DID systems, three alters being totally gay, two being lesbian, one being trans. And I have a personality who's only sexually attracted to pencil shavings. That doesn't even have a name, which is totally fine because I don't like labels, you guys. I'm just about like being me without having to fit into a perfect box. Sexuality is meant to be fluid, and my fluid goes everywhere. I don't know what I'm talking about. The real reason why I love Pride Month is because most people who weigh in on the issue are despicable. You've got the idiots ransacking Target because they have the audacity to sell rainbow swim trunks with dick pockets in them for trans women to tuck their penises in. And then you've got gay activists who are like, Children should not only be allowed to watch pride parades, they should also be required to attend kink and bondage seminars. Come on, if you want your child to be a true ally, they need a good overview of what the LGBTQ community is all about. That involves some rather weird shit. Mommy, what are saline ball injections? Now, truth be told, uh, as a flaming homosexual, I have been to some pride parades. Not that many, honestly. But uh, the first time I ever attended one was, it was probably the year 2000, 2001. Even back then, children were in attendance with their parents. And there wasn't anything like X-rated going on. There was some slightly weird stuff. You saw the, the, the dudes in leather. There were a few furries. Maybe a man on all fours pretending to be whipped. But by and large, the the parade itself was rather vanilla in corporate. I mean, you know, like Chase Bank and their employees marched insurance companies. By 2000, 2001, things were already pretty fucking corporate. No child is getting traumatized at the parade event. Now, afterwards, where they had like stands and booths and stuff. 
There were probably some places you, you wouldn't want to take your kids, like Gimp Ohio, a resource organization and club for gimps and gimp enthusiasts, or butt plug vendors. Children don't need to learn about the pleasures of massaging a prostate until at least the age of 13, right? Anyway, there seems to be a growing group of advocates who think kids should be involved in every aspect uh, of pride and uh, pride events, including the adult slash kink stuff. I'm not saying that kink isn't kid friendly. You might not, but I think I am. And most sane people are, are saying that. That's that's what kink is by its very definition. It's non-conventional sex practices, concepts, and fantasies, according to, you know, Wikipedia. BDSM, leather. How can that be kid-friendly? L let's give her a chance to make her point. I'm not saying that kink isn't kid-friendly. I'm saying that kids and kink can coexist at Pride in a totally fine way. There's a nuance here. That making an event kid-friendly doesn't mean sanitizing it, aka taking something like kink out of pride. Making pride kid-friendly is not the same thing as sanitizing pride. Look, the whole idea of making something kid-friendly, if, if something is advertised as kid-friendly, there probably shouldn't be ball gags in nipple clamps on the scene. It's like, you can't have everything. I know we're in this big push now where we've got drag queens reading kids' storybooks, which are which is fine, whatever. It's someone dressed up like something silly reading a book to a kid. It's, you know, it's like the fucking cookie monster reading a book. The big rallying cry this year has been protect trans kids. Okay, it's all about kids on both sides of the issue, but it's okay for some aspects of these lifestyles to be not kid-friendly. Not everything has to be for kids. And I think the issue is, like, gay people like the raunchiness of pride sometimes. They like that side of things, which is fine, but then kids shouldn't be involved in it. And you have to decide whether it's going to be a, a, a kid-friendly event or a non-kid-friendly event. It's about making sure we're including and putting kid and youth voices and including them in pride and particularly any justice spaces. I don't know if this person is just not making herself clear or if she really thinks that kink and children belong together. I'm not saying that kink isn't kid-friendly. Yeah, she's certainly giving that impression. This is my problem with TikTok and social media in general. We've got these people who want to be, like, representatives. You know, they're, they're going to speak for an entire group of people, but they're fucking idiots. You end up making everyone look bad. Gays want to have butt plug fittings in front of children at pride parades. That's going to be, like, the takeaway from the other side. The only thing this woman has done, and again, I, I may be misgendering her. I, let's be honest. I'm probably misgendering her. I forgot to look up the person's pronouns before I got started on this. But the only thing they're going to accomplish is getting the other side all riled up, upset. You can't be that surprised when they ransack the target aisles. You brought this on yourself, you careless fairies. All right, let's move on to happier clips. Our buddy Efugged is back with some new choice pornography. By the way, it should go without saying that this podcast is most definitely not kid-friendly. I'm not even going to try to accommodate them. Anyway, Efugged is back with some more clips of the worst of OnlyFans. Look, these are people who are virtually selling their bodies. They gotta try to stand out from the crowd. So here we have a, a woman giving a guy a hot dog blowjob. You may be asking, what the hell is a hot dog blowjob? It's kind of exactly what it sounds like. The dick is the wiener, Natch. And then he has doused it with ketchup and mustard. I'm not sure if there's a bun involved. Also can't tell if there's onions or relish. It's really heavy on the ketchup and mustard. That's ballsy enough, in my opinion. That mustard could sting, especially if it gets in the dick hole. <laughs> Oh, I need some more fucking ketchup. Mm -hmm. Some more fucking ketchup. Keep sucking my fucking dick. Mm -hmm. Oh, suck that fucking daddy cock. Oh, that bloody, bloody cock. Oh, suck it, baby. Gotta be honest with you, this is the type of OnlyFans content I would be interested in. If I'm gonna part with my hard-earned money and blow it on porn, it's gonna be some weird-ass porn. You know, unique shit you can't find anywhere else. Hot dog blowjob cosplay. 
I'm in. And yes, I totally noticed the low battery smoke alarm. How dare you even question that? In case you missed it. fucking dick. There it is. I'm going to play one more clip from this compilation. I urge you all to check out efuck.com. Things get awkward in this one. We've got a female here giving a dude a blowjob. Meanwhile, this guy's brother is standing in the corner looking awkward. He's a bit uncomfortable watching his uh, sibling get a BJ. It doesn't help that the brother keeps saying, come over here. Join in on all the fun. Dave's being a pussy. Just shut up. I am getting my dick sucked. Don't worry about me. Out of the two of us, I him tell you shut up, huh? I'm I'm winning this game, yeah, because I'm the one getting my dick sucked. I didn't realize we were playing competitive sibling blowjobs. So really, he can say whatever he wants. His arguments are valid. You got him there. <laughs> the girl doesn't care who she's blowing. Go suck his dick. Go get him. Go sit him down on the couch. No, Go get him, David. So she gets up because she does whatever this guy says. She's like, okay, I'll blow him. And then the brother's like, mm, no, don't want it. No, Go get him, David. David, quit being a pussy. This is fucking not right, dude. Well, how's it, not, how's it wrong? Well, you're my brother, and I don't want to see your dick. I don't want to see you getting a blowjob. I don't want to be involved with another girl blowing me while blowing you. Dude. Are you, are you willing to let us both fuck you? Yeah. Yeah. She's down. I know. Okay, she's, she'll just allow all of her holes to be filled by any member David, of the family. This is a brother bonding moment right now. Well, it would be if the other one wasn't such a pussy. What do you guys think? Is this crossing some sort of line? Like, it's not gay shit any more than, like, having a threesome with two guys, one girl. You know, Eiffel Towering a bitch. As long as you're in different holes, as long as the, the penises aren't touching and there's minimal guy-on-guy -guy eye contact, it's not like super gay. It's a little gay, sure. You're naked with another man in the same room. But I think, you know, fucking a woman while being naked with another man, that trumps the gay stuff. It tips it ever so slightly into straight territory. But then you factor in the whole thing that, you know, that they're brothers. Is that okay? Basically, I'm saying... Can I fuck someone with my brother? <laughs> I fuck want the okay from you. Gr green light that, freaks. Then I gotta call my brother and see if he would be down with it. <laughs> fuck this chick with me. It's gonna be a real problem because, like, I'm not into women, and he most definitely is. Fuck. So we we're gonna have to negotiate some stuff. <laughs> it's gonna be tense while we hammer out the details. I'm not willing to budge on a lot of this. David, this is a brother bonding moment right now. Fuck this chick with me. The brother should just be like, I'm telling mom. Come on, bro. David, don't walk away from this. Dude, I'm he doesn't want to see your fucking white, pasty, tiny dick getting sucked. I'm going to call you gay from now on. Day or David. I'm going to call you David. I mean, you're the one that wants to get another guy involved in your sex act. So I don't, I don't know who's gay, gayer here. <laughs> Is David? What are you looking at? Good one. <laughs> you can't do this. What is wrong with you, bro? If you no, it's had not a matter that I can't do it, it's a matter that I don't agree with it. You don't agree with what? David, come sit on the fucking couch. You shut the fuck up. Come no. Sit on my face, David. Come on. Rub those hairy balls in my face. Otherwise, I'm gonna call you gay. Because oh, you're acting like a little okay. bitch right now. You just shut the fuck up. Tell him stop he's talking. Tell him he's acting like a bitch. Just stop fucking talking. Tell him to shut up and come get his dick sucked. Unfortunately, that's where the clip ends. I don't know if David ever gets his dick sucked or not. I like to think he stood his ground. Stay strong, David. All right, uh, let's move on. I've got a clip here from uh, a T-Mobile store where a crazy woman does her crazy woman thing. I was born November 27th, 1973. She's going to go through her entire life story here. Meanwhile, the guy was just like, what brings you into T-Mobile today? Can we interest you in a new iPhone? Settle in, asshole. Things are going to get weird. I'm a federal agent. I will never shut down a store. Whoever's in charge is in charge. How many times have you seen a federal agent doing federal agent business wearing sweatpants and a sweatshirt? Even like during undercover work, you very rarely see federal agents in flip-flops. 
Now, as she's saying this, uh, she shows her identification, uh, that being a passport. She's shoving it in the employee's face like she's Agent Mulder or something. I will never shut down a store. Whoever's in charge is in charge. Okay. The Armenians are down. Oh. I'm not worried about Minos. I'm not worried about Russia. Anybody worried about Putin? Because this is his pussy. I'm (laughs) sorry. Hold on. (laughs) We're all over the map here. Uh, I was a little concerned about what Putin is up to. But after you smacked your pussy with your passport, yeah, I'm feeling a little reassured. Hey, the U.S. government is on the case, my friends. Let's listen to that again because it happened so fast. I'm not worried about Russia. Anybody worried about Putin? Because this is his pussy. So, if Junior Yunnan wants to keep playing games, tell Sharif, stay with Sam Salerni. Because all you black men are reneging. Guys, she said reneging. It's okay. She's a lot of things, but she's not racist. It's called 1.8 million in gold. You want it? Go to Africa. We gave a black beach back. You don't want it. Stay here. My God, what the? Like, it's just a a lot of gibberish. Get off our line. It's the whites and the Latins. Anybody got a problem with it? Because I'm Indian, too. I'm Vietnamese. This bitch is trying to free the world. So who's going to sell me my iPhone today? I mean, after all of that, I don't know if legally they can. Right? Because that's like taking advantage of a mentally ill person. Who's going to sell me the biggest iPhone in this house? Because I got snitched out and I got niggas all up in heat on my house. Did she say the N-word now? I don't know. Chewie's up. Caitlin's done. Her dog is a great Dane. Is he allowed to shit all over my house? Who is allowed to shit on me? Who shit in the streets of IMT? That snitch, Caitlin. So all these white bitches that think they own something, I'm not afraid. Do you want a word, nigga? By the way, she is most definitely white. She, uh, There's no Vietnamese in her or Cambodian. I don't know what the hell she was talking about earlier. Talk hey, offset. You got to relax. Talk first offset. You got to relax. Yeah. Go ahead on. Look, sometimes Great Danes shit in the house. They, they take rather large bowel movements. Cardi said, don't worry about it. Are you selling me a phone or are you throwing me out? Inexplicably, the T-Mobile representatives are like, yeah, we'll sell you a phone. What are you looking for? So there's a bit of a cut here because, you know, the T-Mobile representatives are helping her pick out a phone. Uh, and then this happens. I run with the Russians. You like the KGB? Are you stronger than Putin? Vladimir, you stronger than my man? That pussy, hell yeah. Are you stronger than Vladimir Putin? I'll let him know you said that. Well, you know her pussy belongs to him. It should come as a surprise to no one that unfortunately she was not able to purchase a phone. Not because the T-Mobile people didn't want to sell her one. They just couldn't get straight answers out of her. You have my ID. I just arrested you. Aaron will talk to you later. So in addition to the salesman being out of commission, he's also going to go to jail. We're about to have a lot of fun in Mexico. Tell French. Vladimir said no. There you go. Another perfectly sane Galaxy S23 sale at the T-Mobile store. Nothing to see here. Moving on. Guys, I hate to say this, but I think we broke mead. I take full responsibility for this. Now, last week, I may have insinuated that Mead shares some physical qualities slash attributes with lesbians. Big, fat, dikey lesbians. I also, once again, lightly criticized some of Mead's musical choices. By the way, I have complimented Mead on several occasions. I was going to say frequently, but it's not frequent, you know. But I have uh, complimented Mead singing like when he did the national anthem. I thought he sounded great. It's not that Mead is a bad singer. As I have pointed out, it's just like the type of music he chooses to sing. Therein lies the problem for me. And again, I'm just uh, I'm just a consumer of music and everyone's a critic, you know. But uh, Mead seems to be taking what has been said about him recently to heart. He turned to the apricity and uh, first started a thread titled, It's not fair that I can't be considered handsome or talented. Now, he is still under the impression that he is very handsome. Like, you have to to really pay attention to the wording of of the post here. It's not fair that I cannot be considered handsome or talented, you know, by other people. Why are people so wrong regarding my looks, says Mead. 
in the post, he, he does say, Okay, so I mean, I can accept I'm no oil painting, but I thought my saving grace was my enormous musical talent, which is partly a uniqueness and a great way of communicating a song. But then I realized that somehow I don't have it, or I'm not modern. This goes back to the many, many times I, I have said that he, you know, Mead sings Yankee Doodle Dandy music. I just don't see why I have to be mediocre talent as well as look awful too. Elton John is ugly as sin, but at least he had a hit record. I don't know why he posts this shit on the apricity. People are not helpful over there. They're, they're assholes too. Like the very first reply is you should become a priest. It's the only possible successful future I can see for you. Mead, thinking this person, whose name is Incel, is uh, serious, replies and says, well, how about a singing preacher slash bodybuilder? Yeah, go, go for that. That's the career track you should be aiming for. Someone else said, what can I tell you? Unfortunately, life isn't fair. And after accepting that, you can begin to accept yourself more. Then you can truly start to work with what you got instead of focusing on what you don't. And then uh, Mead did not like that answer. So he replied, uh, are you saying that I'm neither handsome nor talented? No offense, but you need to look in the mirror. Well, th this guy isn't saying that he is either of those things. It's you. You're the one hung up on this. Then Mead started another thread titled, how can I make my music sound more modern so everyone will like it? And then in the thread, he says stuff like, I don't know what pop music is supposed to sound like. Well, listen to the fucking radio. All Mead has to do, if he really wants to change up his, his music, is listen, like, he plays the piano, right? Listen to some singer-songwriters who are known for playing the piano and singing, like, you know, sensitive love songs, poppy songs. Someone said, you should listen to popular guys who do rather than women or rap music. I don't know what that means. Uh, like, The Weeknd or Ed Sheeran, Harry Styles, Justin Bieber, Sam Smith, maybe Coldplay, and then... Uh, Mead says, fair point. I still don't see how my music differs from theirs. Someone insinuated that he, the problem with Mead's songs is that it doesn't have a good uh, hook to them. And Mead said, uh, I have many great hooks in my songs. Sweet Tea is one of my most requested and many people compare it to fuck. You know, occasionally it, the thought crosses my mind that uh, Mead is just a giant troll. He's doing this all on purpose for the lulls, the music, the posting, everything is just a goof. Because he said, and I can't believe he said this uh, with a straight face. All right. Sweet Tea is one of my most requested songs, and many people compare it to one of Bach's masterpieces. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm going to need you to cite your sources on that one. Again, unable to process... That, that his music might not appeal to most people. Uh, Mead comes to the conclusion that uh, people are simply brainwashed when it comes to music. He posts, uh, in most public spaces, the same songs get rotated over and over, and people are exposed to those. It grows on their brain. People argue that most would not be into my music genre. That's because I'm obscure. Music is not popular by design. It's popular because that's all people hear and they feel the need to listen to what everybody else listens to. It's herd mentality. Yeah, that's the only reason Sweet Tea is not a top 10 hit. I'm going to help Mead out because ultimately I do like Mead a lot. I know we've had our differences, but I, you know, I wouldn't talk about Mead so much on the podcast if I didn't, uh, you know, deep down like him. Not in a gay way. I have hope for Mead. Mead, you need to do a cover song. That's what I think. I think you need to do a song that, that people will recognize and you can put your own little Mead spin on it, but don't dr drift too far away. What you want to do is just show off your musical abilities. I know you have this deep affinity for the Yankee Doodle Dandy shit. What you should do is you should work on an album, like, you know, 12 songs. And the majority of them should be something that would appeal to mass audiences. And then you can throw in a few extra guilty pleasure songs. Like, well, you know, ones that'll really help satisfy your own need to produce that shit that you sing. I think the advice uh, that someone gave to like, uh, look at those sensitive songwriters, singer songwriter guys, and kind of emulate them. 
that that's some good advice. But uh, yeah, throw in some cover songs so people recognize what you're what you're trying to sing with a familiar song. Something like Fleetwood Mac's Landslide. I use that as an example. Don't do Landslide because we already have the definitive cover of Landslide here by Just Tatum. He has taken the original Landslide and really elevated it to the point where it would be a fool's errand for someone else to do a cover of this same song because it's it's never going to be as good as just Tatum. He's ruined the song for anyone thinking about covering Landslide, and also he's ruined it for Fleetwood Mac. Their version is now considered amateur drivel. Let's take a listen to uh, just Tatum in case uh, you haven't witnessed this magnificent. I took my love and I took it down. to that range can I sail through the changing oceans I wish I was on the range specifically a shooting range I just want everyone to aim their guns at me and pull the trigger just put me out of my misery can I handle the seasons of my I did take a look at Just Tatum's YouTube channel, and boy, does he have quite the catalog here, including some original work like this song, Lost Without You. Mead, I hope you're taking notes. I think that's enough of uh, just Tatum. I don't want to make Mead too jealous, but please uh, do what you will with uh, that information and pep talk from me. I want to hear some new music from Mead real soon. Although I did read in his thread he's working on an anti-abortion song. Will it rise up to the excellence of pervert marriage and his anti-Black Lives Matter song? Well, only time will tell. New Mead music on the horizon. Looking forward to that. All right, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist to the fucked up news right now. Hey, if you enjoy Distorted View Daily, please consider supporting the show. Go to superfreaksideshow.com right now. Become a true and honorable freak. When you sign up for the Sideshow, you gain access to the entire archive of programs. More importantly, every week I do brand new exclusive shows just for paying freaks. Typically on Tuesday and Thursday. That means tomorrow's episode of DV is going to be Sideshow exclusive. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up, superfreaksideshow.com. If you happen to use Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can sign up uh, for Sideshow access right in those apps. Just a few taps on your mobile phone and you'll uh, get all of the Sideshow exclusive episodes appearing in your feed right alongside the free episodes. If you sign up in the Spotify or Apple podcast app, you won't have access to the the website. But again, you'll get all the stuff right in, in your apps there, which is kind of convenient. For more information on all the ways to gain Sideshow access, check out distortedview.com and superfreaksideshow.com. Uh, one final way to help support the show, we've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit helps. Uh, remember, if you pledge $5, $5 or more, you gain access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. And yes, we've got some patrons calling in today. We'll get to those in just a few minutes. But first, let's do the news. We already know artificial intelligence is going to replace a lot of jobs. One that I never really thought about was uh, priests. There's really no need for priests or pastors anymore. All of the Bible is uh, out there on the internet. Thousands, maybe millions of uh, theological documents. All of that has already been scraped by ChatGPT, and they can generate their own sermons. As a matter of fact, 
hundreds attended a church service generated by ChatGPT recently. This story comes from Germany. The artificial intelligence chatbot asked the believers in the fully packed St. Paul's Church in the Bavarian town of Firth to rise from the pews and praise the Lord. That sounds like pretty standard shit that pastors do, right? Attending an artificial intelligence chat service is actually a lot safer, at least for kids, than having a priest do these things, right? Google Bard is not going to touch any little altar boys. The chat GPT chatbot, personified by an avatar of a bearded black man on a huge screen, of course. Even the church has gone woke. Why can't it be a nice white preacher? I mean, this fucking sermon's in Germany. Are there a lot of black people in Germany? Come on. All right, whatever. The chat GPT chatbot, personified by an avatar of a bearded black man on a huge screen above the altar, then began preaching to the more than 300 people who had shown up on Friday morning for an experimental Lutheran church service, almost entirely generated by AI. Dear friends, it's an honor for me to stand here and preach to you as the first artificial intelligence at this year's convention of Protestants in Germany, the avatar said. The 40-minute service included the sermon, prayers, and music. All of it was created by ChatGPT. The sermon I could get behind. The, the music, though. That, that couldn't have been great. Please all rise. Yeah, I'm sure it was better than Daisy, but not much. AI seems to have problems with music. I mean, they can imitate musical artists, but like creating lyrics and then the music and then the vocals all together, they they have a problem putting it all together still. Jonas Simmerlian, a theologian and philosopher from the University of Vienna, said, I conceived this service, but actually I rather accompanied it because I would say about 98% came from the machine, the 29-year-old uh, said. The AI church service was one of hundreds of events at the convention of Protestants in the Bavarian town of Nuremberg in the neighboring Firth, and it drew such immense interest that people formed a long queue outside of the 19th century church uh, an hour before it began. It didn't even take that much work. He said, I told the artificial intelligence, we are at a church congress. You are a preacher. What would a church service look like? You ended up with a pretty solid church service, Simmerlian said. Heide Rose Schmidt, a 54-year-old who works in IT, said she was excited and curious when the service started, but found it increasingly off-putting as it went along. She said there was no heart and no soul. She also said that the, uh, the AI was talking very fast and it was hard to concentrate on what they said. Simmerlian said it's not his intention to replace religious leaders with artificial intelligence. Rather, he sees the use of AI as a way to help them with their everyday work. This is going to make pastors' job so easy. Like, the, the one thing they have to do that is time-consuming, right, is write a fucking sermon for Sunday service. Now they can just go on chat GPT and be like, hey, uh, write a sermon about being good to one's neighbor or some bullshit. And then, you know, a sermon will be written up, ready, ready to be recited at church. Ooh, I wish I could get in on this religious racket. Do you need to have a degree to become a minister? Or could I just weasel my way in? Could I, like, all of a sudden become, like, a born-again, say that, uh, you know, God cured me of my homosexuality, I was, you know, I had a life of depravity, right, doing this podcast, I turned it, I turned away from it all, saw the light, then I just sit back, have chat GPT write my sermons, get up there every week, read it, and cash the motherfucking checks, thanks God, my God, of course, being chat GPT, AI is my lord and savior, alright, uh, second story we have for you today, it's not unusual for the packaging of one product to resemble that of another, potentially leading to mix-ups, but the U.S. Food and Drug Administration has warned people who drink energy shots to make sure they're not accidentally drinking bottles of poppers. You know, people have said that uh, I am rude because I have this tendency to smell stuff before I put it in my mouth. Call me paranoid, but you can never be too safe. And this is a perfect example of uh, how it can save your fucking life. You know, I eat all sorts of questionable stuff from decrepit-looking establishments. If something smells off, I'm not going to eat it. Well, I might eat it still. But it's a big red flag. Same for drinks. I don't think it's rude to want to know what's being ingested. 
This news story is absolutely right, though. The bottles for poppers, you know, the, the, the bottles that you snort, you sniff to loosen up your butthole so you can accept a big fat dong in there. And the bottles that contain those uh, energy shots, it's the same size. They look very similar. They smell very different. So if you're like me and you smell stuff before you drink it, you're going to know you're you're about to accidentally ingest poppers. And, you know, your life will be saved. Other people who don't smell stuff before they drink it, you're all going to end up dead. And I'm going to laugh because y'all deserve to die. All right. Uh, don't be fooled. These poppers, often purchased online or in novelty stores, are unapproved products and should not be inhaled or ingested, regardless of how they're packaged, labeled, or displayed. The FDA notes... But those who work in Ligbit's sexual health say the FDA's warning that people are confusing poppers with energy shots with sometimes dire consequences may actually be doing more of a disservice, of course. Why are gay people just on the wrong side of all of these fights lately? Yeah, kids should be able to witness some kink at pride events. I see nothing wrong with a children's S&M workshop. It's never too early to learn about rim seats, right? Oh, I wish I would have learned about those things when I was a kid. And now they're telling the FDA, no, you shouldn't warn people not to accidentally drink poppers, even though the bottles, these things look exactly like the fucking energy shots. What what, what, what could these people actually be arguing here? They say that uh, such messages borders on inflammatory and may contribute to the stigmatization of the product and the stigmatization, I think I'm pronouncing that right, of the person who's using poppers. No, they're just saying the bottles look a lot like energy drinks and poppers should not go down your fucking gullet. Anyway, that's according to Rod Knight, an associate professor at the University of Montreal School of Public Health, who has also conducted research on poppers. Mm, we have a real poppers expert here. Poppers are a chemical substance that belong to a class of drugs known as alkyl nitrates. When they're inhaled as vapor from a small liquid-filled bottle wrapped in a colorful plastic label, the user can almost instantly get the short-lasting, lightheaded sensation of a head rush. Knight explained they also relax the sphincter muscle of the anus, making receptive anal sex more comfortable. Poppers have been popular among gay, bisexual, and other men who have sex with men for decades. Knight does admit there are sometimes side effects, which may include nausea, headaches, reduced blood pressure. These alkyl nitrates uh, open blood vessels, so they may cause vision issues as well. He suggested uh, such side effects can be remedied through change of usage patterns. Rod Knight is acting like this is not a problem at all. The FDA is making this all up. He says, look, if you're about to drink a five-hour energy shot and it smells like nail polish remover, you know, maybe you should ask yourself some questions before touching it to your lips. Some people don't sniff that stuff because they already know what five-hour energy smells like and it's nasty. They just want the effects of the energy shot. So they, they drink it like a shot. Adam Awad, the communication manager for the Gay Men's Sexual Health Alliance in Toronto, said he wasn't aware of any cases of people dying from a poppers-related mishap like the FDA describes. But he would be very keen to see any evidence that they've got or reports on actual numbers of gay. Wow, every all these gay people are very defensive when it comes to their poppers. I know they're they're like afraid the FDA is just going to make all of these things go away, like ban them. First, they tell you not to drink this stuff. Next thing you know, they're banning them completely. No one's taking your poppers away right now. By the way, I wonder if Adam Awad was made fun of in school because, you know, he was obviously gay. I wonder if they called him Gaywad, Adam Gaywad. I know that's incredibly easy, but, you know, kid, kids typically take the easiest route when it comes to bullying. It's right there. CBC News did reach out to the FDA for data on injuries or death related to accidental oral ingestion of poppers, but the FDA did not get back to them. However, the agency stated it was investigating 13 deaths and 33 hospitalizations related to the consumption of five-hour energy drinks. So it seems that these energy shots are more deadly than uh, gay poppers. By the way, one of the most popular brands of poppers to sniff before anal sex is uh, Jungle Juice. And we all know about Jungle Juice. Had we been to a frat party. What's Jungle Juice? What Have you that? not been to a frat party? No. no one's I'm in high said. school, obviously. Mad TV or something. We all know what Jungle <laughs> Juice is. Had we been to a frat 
party. Who? Chocolate uses both of a shit ton of Everclear. Yes, of course. In addition to being poppers, Jungle Juice is also an alcoholic concoction. Final story we have for you today. This one just happens to come from our most fucked up state. Say it with me. Florida is the most fucked up state. Yes, a Florida man almost lost his leg and could have died from a rare flesh-eating bacterial infection. Normal people get that type of shit from, uh, you know, swimming and foreign waters. Like, you know, I'm on a vacation in Cambodia. A lot of Cambodia references on today's podcast. Stay away from Cambodia, which, I, you know, to be fair, is not exactly a hot tourist destination. But still, you know, in case you were thinking about visiting Cambodia. In this case, uh, the man was not traveling. The bacterial infection stemmed from a uh, family fight he got into where a, uh, a member of his family bit his thigh and infected him real good. Donnie Adams, a 53-year-old funeral assistant. So, you know, if he did die, I'm sure he'd get a discount. It would lessen the financial burden on the family, which is nice. All right, Donnie Adams, a 53-year-old funeral assistant from the Tampa suburb of Riverview, went to the emergency room in mid-February to treat a bump the size of a dollar coin on his upper left thigh. He was sent home with a shot in antibiotics, but the injury got worse over the next few days, becoming red, swollen, and painful to the touch. That's when uh, the little bump began to look like an orange peel because of the swelling that was underneath it, according to Dr. Fritz Brink. Your doctor's name is Fritz? I don't know if I'd trust him to do the surgery here. He is a wound care specialist at HCA Florida Healthcare. By day number three, the leg was swollen, it felt very warm, and I had problems with mobility and everything, Adam said. Brink said Adams told him that he sustained the bite while breaking up a family altercation. He pulled them off of each other, and in the process, he got bit. It's such a weird thing to get into a fight with someone and, and bite. You go right to biting, especially a family fight. Fucking animals. Uh, the wound's appearance matched Adams' account. When I saw him in the hospital, you could see the bite marks on his thigh. It made teeth marks. I was very convinced he was telling a true story. He was rushed to the operating room in St. Petersburg on May 19th. Adam underwent a second surgery several days later and then was released from the hospital around the second week of March. So he was in the hospital for a while. I had no imagination that it would be anything serious like this. That serious. Adam declined to say what sparked the family fight. Oh, come on. Or identify which relative bit him. Family is everything. And sometimes things go down in families, he said. I'm a man of faith. People can be forgiven, and that's the way I feel about it. It was a family event that went sour between two people. Like, whoever the fuck bit you, they need to go to the dentist. They've got some funky bacteria going on in their mouth. At the very least, get them to start using uh, antiseptic mouthwash two times a day. Flush that out. Whatever the hell's going on there? It was a family event that went sour between two people, and even though I got in the middle of it and got injured, it doesn't mean I'm going to hate my family over this. Adam said he was likely only a day or two from needing an amputation. I would have lost my leg if I waited another uh, day based on how the infection was growing in that region. It was a quiet storm. Flesh-eating diseases is a life-threatening condition, no fucking shit, that can be caused by a variety of different strains of bacteria, including A. strep and other bacteria found in water, dirt, and saliva. Obviously, the bacteria enters the body through a break in the skin, such as a cut, scrape, burn, or insect bite. From there, it invades and kills the tissue under the skin that surrounds the muscle. It also attacks nerves, fat, and blood vessels. The bacteria spreads quickly, so an infection can develop within uh, just a few hours or a few days. The human mouth contains hundreds of different bacteria, but it's rare for doctors to see patients with a human bite, let alone one that develops into a life-threatening infection. Brink added. Uh, that's Dr. Fritz Brink. He said he usually sees a case of uh, flesh-eating bacteria once a month or every other month. The good doc estimated that he removed around 60% of the skin on the front of Adam's left thigh to stop the infection from spreading. From there, he said he used a vacuum device to close the wound, and that healed in about three months. I do expect him to make a full recovery. 
Adams had to use a walker to get around for about a month after his release. He's now walking pain-free and without a limp. I don't think I could give you a 40-yard sprint today, but uh, maybe a 20-yard sprint, he said. So there you go. All's well that ends well. Keep your family members' mouths away from you. You hear that? Dude who wants to share a blowjob with his brother. This is a brother bonding moment right now. Don't do it, David. All right, uh, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Monday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you freaks, and there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. Don't forget, uh, if you pledge at least $5 to our Patreon account, uh, you get a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first in this segment. And yes, we've got some patrons to check in with. You do, Timmy Boo, Sides Remember, and your very first patron, Meaty Smurf here. Hey! Uh, I was calling in to make a little bit of a request. So this Saturday, June 3rd, is my 30th birthday, and I've been listening to your show for about... Wait, I'm... Oh my god, are we that behind on these fucking voicemails? Even... Oh no, I did this wrong, I'm sorry. I clicked on the wrong thing. I clicked... <laughs> Alright, we, we already played that one. I just don't remember it. Now, okay, okay. whew. I'm like, Jesus, now we're getting behind on patron calls? It's getting out of control here. But no, uh, we got calls from uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Man, I wish I could find a little dick about a pencil-thin dick slide inside my piss hole. Wouldn't that fucking be hot, man? Man, if there's anybody out there with a fucking pencil-thin dick, I want you to come forward and fuck me in my dick hole. This is Scott Taylor. I don't remember this quote from him. Scott Taylor looking for a very thinly-dicked man. Let me hear that again. Man, I wish I could find a little dick by the pencil thin dick slide inside my piss hole, wouldn't that? Boy, have I got great news for you, sir. I'm your man. Wouldn't that fucking be hot, man? Man, if there's anybody out there with a fucking pencil thin dick, I want you to come forward and fuck me in my dick hole. <laughs> yeah, fuck me in my dick hole, man. Feels fucking fantastic. Feels fucking great. Is that the real Scott Taylor? It sounded like it. If it is an impression, oh my God, round of applause. That's uncanny. Hey, Tam, Ed Floor Trash here. Almost caught up on shows. Uh, calling to say, decoy you, you're a fucking retard if you think Burger King is a fucking S tier, okay? Burger King is the king of fast food burgers, excluding <laughs> regional chains like Whataburger, okay? You're a fucking retard. I love you, Tim. Burger King really does seem to be a polarizing chain. You either really like it or you really hate it. By the way, uh, the way to go with your Burger King order is this. They, they currently have a two for six dollar deal. And uh, you can get either a chicken sandwich, you know, one of those like long, sh shitty quality chicken sandwiches as opposed to their premium chicken sandwich. But, you know, the, the shitty chicken sandwich tastes good, in my opinion. It's good in that shitty chicken way. Uh, you could also get a fish sandwich, and then they've got a couple different burger varieties. They've got the big, I think it's called the Big King, and the Big King really isn't that big. It's like two, it's like a, it's like two small patties, right? What you want to do is you want to go with the Quarter King. The Quarter King is basically a Whopper patty. It's a Whopper. The only thing that uh, is is different is you don't get the lettuce and uh, tomato that you would normally get on the the Whopper. But still, two for six dollars, not a bad deal. You can get to two of the uh, Quarter Kings or you can mix it up, get a Quarter King and a fish sandwich or a chicken sandwich. And then on top of that, oh, yeah, we're not done yet. You go to your little BK app. And right now they've been doing this for the past several months with any order. Right? You can get free French fries, any size. You just tell them what size you want and you give them a little code. It's like a number. Add that to your order. Now you got two sandwiches and French fries, $6. Best deal in fast food. You can't beat that. You know, normally you go to fast food now, you, you can't get a meal, you can't get out of a fast food place without spending like 10 bucks, right? So, so now I saved you about almost half. You eat there two times a month, boom. I'm saving you big cash. You can turn around, use that money. Sign up for the sideshow. You're welcome, freaks. Hi, I'm listening to an old episode on July 20th or something, uh, 2020, and they're talking about emotional vampires. 
from the <laughs> what we do in the shadows TV show. They're not called emotional vampires. They're called energy vampires, and they work by making people annoyed or bored or feel awkward in a social setting, and then they just drain your emotional energy, oh. whatever emotions you're having from those interactions. Uh, so yeah, they got it wrong. Uh, whether or not you find Lady Love Lady Cat Lady annoying, I guess it depends on whether or not she would qualify as one. I never did. Well, I got some bad news for you regarding Love Lady Cat Lady. This must be an on again, off again listener or something. Uh, Love Lady Cat Lady, unfortunately, is no longer with us. So you're talking ill of the dead. So fuck you. <laughs> hey, Jimmy Boo. Haley's Comet calling up with the results of a weeks long experiment. I had gotten... Why do you sound different? You don't sound like Haley's Comet anymore. Are you on a different phone? You can never tell if it's the real Haley's Comet or a fake one calling in. Really should have uh, memorized his area code, at least. I had gotten some high karate uh, aftershave as well. Well, it does, it does kind of sound like him now. As some high karate ice Oh, uh, a while back. And I've been trying both of them. And I can tell you now, after... <laughs> weeks of experimentation that it does not live up to the marketing hype. Oh, you don't have to karate chop women off of you? Or They're so attracted? I can see that this is a possibility. I'm just too ugly for it to help me. No, no. If that's the case, all you need is more high karate. Just bathe in that stuff. It'll work. Stick with the system. For those of you who don't remember high karate. This is high karate aftershave. If a man uses too much, he's asking for trouble. And usually finds it. Because just one whiff drives women wild. Yes, a woman is chasing him throughout the mall now. Makes men irresistible. Fortunately, every pack of high karate contains indispensable instructions on self-defense. High karate aftershave. Be careful how you use it. Goofy fucking commercial, right? It worked, though. High Karate was a huge seller in the 70s, and it did come with a little pamphlet on like how to use it and how to protect yourself from women who are going to start sexually attacking you because you're so hot using High Karate. Uh, all right, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. I want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206-660-GOD. Is it oh god Oh, suck that fucking daddy cock. Oh, that bloody, bloody cock. Oh, suck it, baby. Spread the distortion. STD, tell all your friends about the podcast. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review these shows. Tomorrow's episode is going to be Sideshow exclusive. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com. Otherwise, I will see you back on Wednesday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. That thing's getting its whole bread right there. It's one fucking grade-A homosexual hole right there, and a redneck's fucking using it to get his fucking nut. Fucking take it, come boy. Let's see it. There you go. Fuck yeah. That's my man juice. Yes. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.